0: Free Taco Bell for life if you have the right Taco Fractor card. I think this is a great idea. These guys think it's a letdown. We're going to debate now. Sports card investors and welcome to another episode of Cards on the Table. There has been a lot happening in the sports card world over the last couple of weeks. Lots of news has come out. Of course, we had our own news with our Cards HQ store, the you know, the launch of that this last weekend. I've heard. Speaking of that, I'm heading to the Nashville Card Show. I will be there tomorrow on Friday. If any of you are gonna be at the Nashville Card Show tomorrow, I will be there buying cards and my partners in Cards HQ. Carter and Ryan will be there all weekend. So come to the Nashville Card Show, sell us your cards. But that was just part of the news over the last couple of weeks. One of the bigger stories was that Topps finally revealed what these taco-fractor cards are for. Because earlier this year in certain Topps products, people were pulling these these taco-fractor cards, taco-refractor cards of certain players numbered to five. Nobody quite knew what these were for, if these were just a very funky parallel or if there was some greater meaning to them which rumors had swirled about. Well, now we know the meaning. Topps has announced that if you are holding the Taco Fractor card of the first player to steal a base in the World Series, that you get free Taco Bell for life. Now I put that in quotes because Topps (laughs) later clarified that's a $15,000 Taco Bell gift card. We can debate if that is for life or not. But this, of course, caused a... I'm sure a, a, a lot of delight for people having one of Ronald Acuna's Taco Fractors or maybe Corbin Carroll's Taco Fractors or something of that nature. I thought it was really cool. Doug, you yeah.
1: don't. I don't. What <laughs> is wrong with the Taco Fractor promotion? I don't love the activation, but I don't want to be overly negative about this promotion in general because I don't want to discourage innovation and forward thinking and fun activations within, uh, within the sports car hobby. I, in, in general, I think that it's cool that they're trying to do something different and that they have this. What what you know, I feel bad for people you know that were paying outrageous sums of money for these cards, like the the wild card taco Fractor, someone paid ten or eleven thousand dollars for yeah. probably hoping yeah, for something yeah, yeah. a little bit better than a decade's worth of taco Bell, yeah and yeah they're a decade's worth which they may not get because they're the, not going to get it the wild
0: card was only tell you if, why. If, if, if
1: the player you know a player yeah. who didn't have a card yeah.
0: ended up stealing the first base well,
1: I'll leave that for for Tyler, then I don't want to steal that thunder because that's a whole other issue in and of itself um you know but at the same time, I, I like this idea. I would rather this be more something like what they did with Wimbanyama. It'd be much cooler mm. if it was an experience where I get to meet Acuna or hang out with Acuna uh, for for a session after he steals the first base in the in the World Series. Um, I realize that may not be possible. You can't always do these activations with these superstar athletes, but I'd rather it be more focused on sports than a fast food chain personally. But again, you know, this one isn't for me, but I like the progress.
0: There were people that were predicting that these taco fractors were going to unlock your invitation to a taco party with all of the Major League Baseball players who had taco fractors cards, which would have been, what, hundreds or something like yeah. that? That may have been a little far-fetched, but I do get Doug's point, coming off of this Web and Yama event, I think there were people out there who were hoping this unlocked yeah. a player right. experience. Yeah. It didn't. It's going to unlock
2: yeah. a Taco Bell gift card if you have the right taco fractor. Your thoughts, T-Pod? The last time we talked about this a few months ago, I speculated maybe it's Taco Tuesday with J-Rod and Corbin Carroll or something, right? It is not. No. <laughs> uh, the first time I got tipped off that this was maybe Taco Bell was when I got rerouted during traffic to work, and I saw that the Taco Bell front of this restaurant was exactly the same design as those cards, and I was like, okay, this is something with T-Bell. I'm not a proponent of fast food. It's terrible for you. Taco Bell is not good for you. Sorry, they're not a sponsor of this show. Once in a while, I get it, Okay but you should not be eating $15,000 worth of Taco Bell, that's not going to go well for you. So no. that's, that's not a good thing.
0: They had their power protein menu. I what? think they still yeah. do. They do yeah, the a little bit. Okay, now here's the problem. chicken. I
2: think they should have told people up front what this was yeah. from day one, especially with the wild cards, because, right. as Doug said, somebody paid like 11 k for one of those or 12 k or whatever it was. I looked at the checklist. I put them all into a spreadsheet. There are an average 9 to 12 players from every team represented in this. And it's pretty much any player who would steal a base on any of the remaining playoff teams. There's like two guys who stole like 10 stolen bases all year who might be the first one to steal it. Probably not. We don't even know that anybody will steal a base in the World Series. They probably will because there's been a lot this year. So that's a problem. I went through and I read the terms of conditions in light of some of the recent conversations we've had about double superfractors, And it says... If due to an error of any kind, there are valid eligible, eligible cards greater than the numbers set forth in these rules. <laughs> the sponsor may award only five. There will be no more than five awarded. So that was kind of an interesting little footnote to put in there. In case uh, we mess I, up I, again. I like the innovation. Uh, I, you know, overall, I really try not to be critical of any one idea that comes out. Yeah. I like the Bob Ross stuff. People have been critical of that. There's other things that I don't like. Uh, like Stadium Club getting pushed back to January, which is frustrating for me. So my whole take is, let's keep the foundation shored up, get everything tied up that is what made Tops great. And then if you want to sell some tacos and things on top, okay. The Weminyama thing was awesome. Taco Fractor. I think it's still fun. I hear you. Yeah. You make, you get, sure. you make valid fun. points.
0: You guys make valid points. I think there's probably ways for them to improve it in the future. But I do agree with what Doug said, that like the fact that they're trying this stuff yeah. is a step forward. It's it's. it's fun and maybe the execution on this one maybe it could be tweaked next yeah. time but i think it's fun i their, think it's fun
2: their little social graphic motion graphic commercial thing that they did though yeah. was awesome It was good. i watched it like 10 times and, and really what well we done.
0: don't know yet is how this is actually going to play out in the world series itself that's going to be interesting to watch could you get like a mention of this on the air, maybe? When the first player steals the it does it cut to a commercial? Do the announcers talk about it? That could actually be really cool for the sports card hobby, so I like that element of it. Also really cool is some of these cards right now at pristine auction, Doug. There is a 2019 Prism, or sorry, 2021, I'm dating myself here, 2021 Prism draft picks, Trevor Lawrence, the one of one auto, the white sparkle one of one auto. If you're a Clemson fan, if you're a college football fan, or even if you're a T-Law fan, that is a big card. That is a card I would love to own. That is on auction right now at pristineauction.com. What do you have your eye on, t
2: A lot of good cards this week. I've got a Patrick Mahomes 2019 Panini Majestic. It's a quad relic with the on-card auto. Super cool card. It's a PSA 7, hollow gold, number to 5, auto 9. Really nice-looking card. I like that. How
1: about you, Doug? Um... Uh, Everybody knows I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, obviously, I've got the Donald Acuna jersey on today. Uh, big baseball guy. I'm going after 2018 Shohei Otani. It's a Bowman variation, PSA 10. Okay. All right. These these cards are beautiful cards. And by the way,
0: guys, they're all for auction right now at pristineauction.com. And when you register at pristineauction.com, use registration code SCI, and they're going to give you $10 in free credit in your account to use, to, any, to use towards any of the items in any of their auctions. All right, let's talk data dive, Teapot. Interesting video this last week you did for the Market Movers YouTube channel where you were looking at players that were hyped. Then they maybe, maybe, maybe their card prices aren't so hyped right now. Take us through this.
2: Yeah, I had somebody that I thought put a a reasonable comment recently. He's like, I was, you know, looking at some more players who might break out this upcoming season. He's like, Well, I look forward to you checking back in on this, you know, in a few months. I thought, Yeah, that's a good idea. Let me go back and look at some of the other players. So, I've been doing that a little bit, a little bit of an integrity check, right? But a lot of them had to do with MVP favorites and kind of Vegas futures back in the time, looking at those card prices, then looking after the season wrapped up and seeing who had gone up the most, who had gone down the most, and where their prices had gone from then. Unsurprisingly, many of, like, say, for example, the basketball players after the playoffs came down, or many of the most improved basketball players last year, like De'Aaron Fox, had come down, right? So the question, you know, to pose was, is there buying opportunity on some of these guys? Do they stand to come back up, or was that sort of a fluke, and now they're just going to kind of settle in?
0: Yeah, I imagine more more come down than not because yeah. it's. It, I mean, we're seeing right now in the NFL, you're seeing a lot of these you know quarterbacks who are hyped going into the season. Most of those quarterbacks, most of the quarterbacks' yeah. card prices are down. Yeah, um, there's Brock Purdy who's up. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> Tua is up. You know, uh, Justin Fields is is actually surprisingly now starting to take back up, but he was way down the first few games. But you got a lot of guys who are down not meeting those
1: expectations. Um, Your thoughts on this, Doug? Well, it's just the nature of speculation, you know there's a large segment of the sports card. I wouldn't say hobby in this instance necessarily, but the investors and the flippers, uh, they're going to look for any sort of advantage or edge they can find. So they might chase a guy who could be in the MVP hunt or that could have a lengthy, uh, you know, playoff run or have, you know, kind of a breakout performance in, in the playoffs. Um, and then that's going to happen. You're going to see these run-ups and these quick drop-offs when that speculation doesn't work out. And more often than not, it's probably not going to work out. But, you know, that's the risk you take i mean that's an inherent part of of, of speculating on players in these very short term instances is you're is you're making that assumption that if things go a very certain way i could do really well here and you're building in that risk to these buying decisions but it's not uncommon obviously we're going to see way more of these every year than we are the guys that continue to tick up and then you know stay at that at that um that level but when you're talking about guys uh, like in the mvp race or anything like that um you know barring injury Those guys are probably going to have a chance to do it again the next year or the next year. Like, these are guys that should stay at high levels. So, more along the, you know, over time, you're probably going to see those continue to tick up. And, you know, look for those dips, rather. I mean, so much of the sports card market, for the ultra-modern players, for the
0: ultra-modern players, the players from the last few years, so much of it is driven by hype. It is so much of it is driven by hype. Prices are driven by hype. So, when you are going, when you are building up to the start of a season, you can be assured that the young prospects their cards are doing strong prices they're probably on the rise as you get towards the start of the season and then the second the season starts if they perform yeah. their cards will continue to go up the moment they don't perform their cards will drop and then they will drop sharply because yes. suddenly nobody wants yeah. their cards i mean week one there were a lot of people excited about jordan love cards yes. today Less- there are very few people excited about jordan love cards right and it's so fast, especially in football. It's amazing how fast it is in football. Yeah. But it, it's true with all sports. We're gonna see it with basketball, you know. There I think one lesson that I take away from it, well, I mean, first of all, your best time to buy is in the dead of the off season, you know, not sure. right before the start of the season get caught up in the hype cycle. That's one lesson. Lesson two is if you've got one of the players who happens to come yeah. out hot, that's a really good time to sell. Just generally that's you know, sell when they're hot. Um and then you know from a third lesson it's, it's it's difficult, you know, to, to to make money and to play that game and do it yeah. that way. You gotta pick right and a lot of the time you're gonna end up picking wrong. It's it's a difficult Timing
1: game to is play. everything and it's impossible to be perfect at that. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting
2: too with guys who were sort of hovering as unknowns and then they have a great week or a great game or maybe a great season. Like a guy like Kevin Herter kinda got hot and was playing really well and shooting well, and his cards go up, but those types of players unless they continue to get better and better and better, unless they continue to project out and, and be really important members of their league, are just going to come right yeah. back down. Like I I said I think Austin Reeves is still a decent short-term play, but long-term, his cards won't be worth anything. Yeah. They just won't.
0: Yeah, interesting, interesting topic. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with a couple of more awesome topics, including some serious talk about Brock Purdy's card prices. Be right back. Guys, go check out our brand new sales history feature in Market Movers where you can now comp any card. Go to sportscardinvestor.com and click Market Movers in the main menu bar or go into the App Store on your phone and download the Market Movers app today. Okay, next topic from our mailbag suggested by one of our YouTube viewers. They wanted to know about Brock Purdy. Like we've seen Brock Purdy's cards just incredibly on the rise this season. And huge numbers. There's some big numbers. So his... Base Prism PSA 10. You know, and granted, there's probably less of a population out there than some of these guys, but it is now outselling. Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Tua. Again, population differences, right? There's less of Brock Purdy's. But his base PSA 10 is three times Jalen Hurts. Three times Jalen Hurts. Those are some big numbers. So my question, you guys... Where does Purdy go from here and where do you actually place him alongside some of those other
1: some of those other guys? I'll start with you, Doug. So this is tough because I have not been a Purdy believer at all, but I can't ignore the success he's had, uh, or that his team has had uh, as well. I mean, on the season, he's nine touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he's playing really well. Uh, within, his, yes, within his Yes, within his system, he's playing Very really few, well. You know, high but the eye test percentage. The eye test tells me he doesn't have the same talent as those right. guys above him, the, as that upper tier. He's still got to be a top 10 quarterback right now on the bottom end of that top 10 and probably just below that upper tier of guys. But when I look at some of these prices, uh, you talked about his base prism, PSA 10, $283.00. That's more than Trevor Lawrence, more than Burrow, more than Herbert, yep. more than Hurts, more than Tua. That doesn't make any sense to me. So right now, what that tells me, they're already baking in a Super Bowl for him. Yeah, they're already baking in Niners Super Bowl this year, uh, and that's you know. That is what it is. I mean, if that happens, great. And if it does happen, his, they're just going to come right back down. They're, they're going to dip immediately. This is just the hype cycle that you're refer- referencing earlier. So while I acknowledge that I may be a little slower to come around on Purdy than other people just because I've been so lukewarm on him already, um, you know, he deserves a place in the top 10, just not price-wise right now.
0: Yeah, and, and there are less Purdy cards, not only because less are graded, but the, he was also in less sets because Bingo. he was he was a Bingo. very yeah, sure. lower drop yeah. pick. So that's part of the reason. Like, for I example, guess. his downtown is extremely expensive, but he didn't have a rookie kaboom and he Correct. didn't Fair. have a rookie color blast, right. but he did have a rookie downtown, yeah. right? So that drives the price of that up. That's right. You were pretty critical of Purdy this offseason, of Purdy, of buying Purdy cards. You were a non-believer in buying was Purdy I? cards. <laughs> I think you were. I'm pretty sure
2: you were. Uh, listen, I was wrong about okay. Brock Purdy. I am sorry, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy believers. I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong. Are you going to apologize now for Mac Jones as well? I'm going to tell you I was right about Mac Jones. I I was right about Justin Fields until two weeks ago when he remembered they got DJ Moore. Uh, And in this case, I'm going to tell you Brock Purdy has undeniably been the best quarterback in the NFL this year by far of any quarterback. Brock Purdy in his last nine games, including the playoffs last year, 70% completion, 15 touchdowns, zero interceptions, 122 passer rating. And nine point two yards per attempt, the highest of any quarterback in the NFL in that time frame. So he, it's not just dump downs; it's not just West Coast offense. Wow. This guy can play. He is the best quarterback in the NFL this year, and I am done Whoa. ripping Brock Purdy. He has been, outplayed Mahomes. He has outplayed Tua. He's outplayed all of them. That is someone else. He's been boy. he's been he's been a heck of a quarterback. Mr. Irrelevant is here. Okay, I, I'm gonna say that's a little bit of an overreaction, but
0: I do the kid think can play. But I do think watching San Francisco. They to me right now look like the team that's going to win the Super Bowl. So right, that, they look that, that will that will be good for him. However, at this point last season, you would have said the same about the Bills or the Dolphins because the Bills and the Dolphins both started last season and people were saying like they were writing writing the Bills into the Super Bowl, especially the Bills. People were writing the Bills into the Super Bowl four games in, five games in, you know that kind of thing last season too. Yeah. And then they, you know just didn't even get to the championship game last year. So
2: the Brock Purdy is here, maybe. We'll
0: see. It's a long season. We'll see what happens. Hopefully he stays healthy. Another guy who I hope stays healthy because he's turned his season around is Justin Fields. And this is another uh, question from the mailbag. Where's Justin Fields going to go from here? Where his Where are his cards going from here? They have been on a true roller coaster. We went into the season with Justin Fields' cards hot, way too hot. I was commenting on this show that Justin Fields, his cards were outselling Jalen Hurts, and it made no sense to me with certain types of cards. Well, that's that then quickly corrected the other direction. Most of his cards were down more than 50% within the first couple of weeks of the season. However, in the last two weeks, now all of a sudden a lot of his cards are back up 30 or 40% again. Tell me where you think Fields is at and where this is going.
2: Uh, I have no idea what to make of Justin Fields. He is the most mystifying player I have ever seen play in my life. He can literally have... One of the top ten worst games in the history of the NFL and then the next week looked like he should be an MVP front runner. It it makes absolutely no sense. What I will say is that their last two games were against the Broncos the who are showing to have one of the worst defenses in history after letting, you know, the Dolphins drop seventy on them. And then the Commanders, who are not good. So they've got Vikings next, yeah. Raiders. Chargers, whose defense has actually given up over 400 yeah, yards a I was game. I to say,
0: this doesn't seem to get any harder. But
2: Khalil Mack did have six sacks against his former team, the Raiders, so maybe he'll be playing angry against the Bears, too. I'm going to be in Detroit on November 19th. Yeah, they got the,
0: by the way, the Saints and the yeah. Panthers, I, also not I'm, great I'm going to be
2: in Detroit November 19th. Okay. My brother bought me tickets for my birthday to go to the Lions. The Bears okay. are going to be in town. We'll see how they stack up against my Detroit Lions in Detroit. What I can say is that Caleb Williams is the real deal. That guy can play football. He's one of the best players I've ever seen play in college at that position. Definitely better than anyone from Florida.
0: <laughs> Fair, yeah. t Paw's on a tear today. Yeah, you got. First you. of all, when does a Detroit Lions fan get this type of moxie all of a sudden? Yeah. When did that happen? I mean, do I'm you on not a remember the last streak. 40 yard, 40 years of NFL here? All of a sudden. It's Detroit Lions fan. It's a detox. Puffing his, puffing, a detox. His, a detox. puffing his chest it's a out. Detox. The detox. The Bears are coming to town and they uh, wow, that's yes. that's some wild stuff right there. I don't know. What do you make
1: of all this, Doug? I am done speculating on Justin Fields. I stuck <laughs> my neck out in the offseason and I said he would have a good season. Not just improved, but actually good. And uh, for the first three weeks of the season, that was my Will Greer moment, right? Like I said something really dumb on camera. It's out there. Uh, but at least he's sort of turned it around so I don't look as bad. I hope that he continues to play better. Um, just. To save face a little bit but on the other side of that if they tank the rest of the season they could have the first and second pick of the draft you're talking about caleb williams and pairing him up with a guy like marvin harrison jr or something along those lines Uh, or getting offensive line help i don't know whatever the the biggest needs are that's really compelling to have the first and second pick of the draft super compelling but i think they would probably rather hold on to justin fields and have him turn his career around play like he has the last two weeks they have a lot of hypothetically winnable games coming up. You went through the schedule, and it's there is actually some games if he plays well that they can win. Um, but is it fool's gold against those kind of teams? Like, does it all fall apart again when they start playing harder defenses? Uh, you know, it's it's tough. I am cheering for him. I want Fields to do good. Just again, for my own selfish reasons, I don't want to be an idiot. Purdy. By the way, you know, yeah. you know the absolute best thing the New England Patriots could do right
0: now with the funk that they're in. Bench Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay. Bench Bailey Zappi. Ooh, I see where you're going. You know
1: who's up. I do know know who's up.
0: Will Greer, Yeah. the third-string quarterback right now for the New England Patriots. And let me say something, and let me say this on camera right now. New England, if you give Will Greer his moment, if you put Will Greer in a game, New England, Will Greer is not going to disappoint. Will Greer is going to outperform Mac Jones, outperform Bailey Zappi. You will forget those guys are ever on the roster. Will Greer has 100 times the talent that either of those guys have put Will Greer in and save your season, New England? Do it now. If he ever plays.
1: chest all puffed up. Just if, if he ever starts another football game, SCI road trip. We got go. 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 to go. We got to go. I cannot wait for that soundbite to be perpetuated. Into we have to game. go.
0: All right, guys, thank you for watching today. If you enjoyed it, please hit like, please hit subscribe, and go check out Market Movers. Download that Market Movers app on your phone or go to sportscardinvestor.com. Click Market Movers in the main menu. We'll see you soon. Take care.